0: Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. Our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. Today, we have Action M.F. Jackson with us today, a motherfucking monk. <laughs> so welcome. I love doing this with you. We did this a long time ago, so I'm excited to do this.
1: Definitely, definitely, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me here. You know, yes. hey, everybody was happy was happening.
0: <laughs> so what have you got for us today?
1: <laughs> okay, um, well, uh, let's see. We talk about alignment. So let's talk about what alignment means, you know. Yeah. Aligning to success first starts with aligning to what I like to call as what's true, you know, what's true and what's real. And the most real thing that there is, is spirit. So, in order to attain that material success or success in any capacity that you're looking for, you want to find the alignment with spirit from within, you know, Mm -hmm. not try to find it from the success itself. Because I think a lot of people try to find alignment in success because they see having things as something that'll make them feel better. Yeah, But it really just kind of sends you on this path of continuously, I have to get more things to feel better again, to get things to feel better, to get things to feel better. But when you find alignment before you go out there and try to get things, it's like you already feel good, so you're just going and doing what you would do, doing what you would do when you already felt good. You're taking action from an aligned place, so everything is in flow with how things are supposed to go, with nature.
0: Yeah, and you know, when I created Align Yourself to Success, it was because all the rules all the systems and strategies and processes that you have to follow and and all these people telling me you have to do it this way or that way and i would get so confused it's like i would get so in my head certain things didn't feel right i had higher values than i could portray in some of these processes and i had to step back and say who am i what am i doing why am i doing it and I'm a rule breaker. (laughs) You're a rule breaker. (laughs) And that's really where that came from. I, I wanted to transcend to a higher place, break the rules yet it had to work. And so that's, that's what align yourself to success is about is your alignment comes first and then the success comes. So you're aligning your energy, your vibration, your clarity, your mindset, and then success comes.
1: Yeah. Uh, touching on something that you say, um, things have to work. The whole reason why we feel like things aren't working is because we're comparing our results to somebody else. Like for example, you might have somebody you see on online who does this one dance on TikTok and they get millions of people seeing it and you do it and you don't get the same thing. You think, well, that didn't work. Well, it's not that that didn't work. It just didn't work how you thought it was going to based off what you saw that other person doing. Right. You know, and that might not be even be your real energy. You just doing that because it looked like it worked for
0: somebody else.
1: You know, you might right. not like it
0: wasn't your real energy because you're trying to be yeah. something else.
1: Exactly. And that's what we have a lot of right now. People comparing themselves like that. So when they don't get the results, they thought they were supposed to get. Oh, it's I failed. or Oh, I'm taking a loss. But you're not really failing. If anything, you're learning. You're moving forward and doing things that you didn't just because you didn't get that same result doesn't mean things didn't work out for you in another way. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to perspective. You know, alignment is a lot of perspective. When you look at things like that, instead of beating yourself up and attacking yourself or saying that you failed, you, you constantly moving forward, not just in mind, but in your speech. You know, I learned something so now I can build off of that. I learned something so I can build off of that. You just remove failure completely. You know, I'd even say remove success completely. If you got success, then there's a fear of failure. So you just do the things that you say you're going to do without thinking about, oh, this if how it goes, just do it, you know, detach from outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's hard yeah, for but...
0: you know, there is in order to be an expert, they there's studies done on what it requires to be an expert. And they've studied musicians, these little kids that they introduced to music, and then they watched them over long periods of time. And it was the kids that stuck with it long term that ended up being the masters. And, but they all started out at the same level. It was the, the consistency and the, uh, the willingness to error or to, you know, just sit with themselves as they're not perfect and continue growing. And so what I'm trying to say is the errors and those hiccups and whatever you want to call them is part of that process. You are supposed to be imperfect mm-hmm. because your imperfection creates the master. Exactly.
1: And it all comes down to how you perceive that. Some people are so scared to look a certain way. They're scared to just get out there and be imperfect. But that right there is like, why are you so worried about their perception? It's all about you. Just focus on you. They're going to do what they're doing, but what they're doing is not going to affect you unless you allow it to stop what you're doing or slow your roll. but you don't have to do that.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's um, a concept I teach and it's the seven elements of alignment. And one of those is excellence. And I talk about how to just clear perfectionism out of your vocabulary, out of your mind. Perfection does exist, but not with humans (laughs) you know like we need (laughs) we need perfection when it comes to the plane flying it has to be functioning perfect um but as a human being there's excellence but there's not perfection and in order to be excellent you have to go through all the flaws and errors and mistakes Mm -hmm. to get there And and excellence is achieving your best with what you have and where you're at Yeah, yeah. that kind of fits into what what you're saying.
1: And even deep deep to take that to another level, excellence is what it is to be human. Spirit is the perfection, you know, the untouchable, the infinite that is. Now, as a human, just because we're here, we hold ourselves to a standard of excellence because we see ourselves as, as human. We identifying so much with the physical, with the ego, instead of identifying with the formless, which is the spirit. You know that's who you truly are. So it makes more sense to just be that. Yes, we are in this physical realm right now, but that doesn't change where you truly come from. It doesn't right. change who you truly are. So yes, excellence is a thing, but for a lot of people that pursuit of excellence is what really deteriorates them. It's stressful. They're frustrated and shit. It's, they're pursuing excellence, because excellence is how they want to be perceived by everybody else. So it's not their goal to, to do all these things, but they want to be seen as excellent. you know. Because I can see myself as excellent and not deal with anybody. I can just deal my own little life and have my own little accomplishments and achievements and be excellent by myself. And then there's no competition there's no fighting people there's no stressing over anything i'm just doing the things that i say i want to do and i'm getting my little confidence from building my little things and improving on my mastery of whatever it is i'm working on so i'll be excellent but then there's the the difference in excellent for me and what's good for my spirit or excellent for everybody else and potentially 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 disregarding spirit to be excellent for people for the ego you know right.
0: yeah and i can one of them is going to bring peace and harmony
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: other is going to bring a lot of other things that may oh, not be yeah, great
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and it all comes down to perception
1: once again because it's all how you look at how you perceive excellence if mm-hmm. excellence is feeling your greatest feeling your best doing feeling good in your own body and having a happy life, you know, that kind of thing. That's excellence to you. That's your success. That's how you perceive excellence. So living that way, regardless of what everybody else is doing, is going to be a win for you. If you perceive it the other way, where external validation is how you gauge your success and your excellence, it's going to be a rough fucking time. Because people don't really, people, no, people are flawed in a way that we can't be that constant pillar of strength for each other. You know, Mm -hmm. not because we don't have the strength, but because we have our own lives, we have our own place. We want to place our attention. It's not our job to be that for each other. We can help each other here and there, but long-term sustainably, no. No. That's why coaching is a big thing, you know?
0: Well, yeah, and it is in our desire to help people, like the human desire. And that is the key theme. I do a lot of interviews and the key theme is I want to help other people with this thing that I overcame. So it is in our spirit. It is in our DNA and our, our, every part of our energy field to help other people.
1: Yeah. But when it comes to detriment of ourselves, we have a problem. Because, right. And that's when it becomes more, I'm focusing on other people instead of focusing on what's going on with me. I see that as, a, as, a, as like an addiction, help, 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 help. But then I'm all suffering and shit when I'm by myself. Why are you not looking at yourself? Why are you putting so much attention outside? You're not supposed to do that. Even believing I need to help, I need to help. We talked about this yesterday. That shows that you don't trust the natural flow of things. Yes, help, but it's not your job to help people like that. Do what you can, but don't destroy yourself.
0: Right. Yeah, I can see what you're saying because the pursuit of helping without boundaries would be that feel-good brain chemical release that happens when we do something for somebody else mm-hmm. in avoidance of looking at ourself. Mm-hmm. So that's spiritual- yeah, oh,
1: go ahead. Yeah. And also you perceive the other person as unable. That's not looking at somebody as spirit. That's looking at them in their small ego. You have to look at people as their spiritual selves. You can't look at somebody like, oh, look at this poor motherfucker. I'm gonna go help them because I feel bad for them. That's not helping them. Yeah. Holding them at their highest is helping them. Yeah. Helping them because you feel good about helping them, not because you feel bad for them. That's what helping somebody truly is. When well, you right. feel that, because otherwise you are helping from this negative energy. Fear begets
0: fear. It's, it, and it might
1: look like it's helping right now, but it's not the right exchange.
0: Yeah. You and know, what you're saying ahead. is very powerful. When people are looking at their businesses and looking at their clients, and, and what's an ideal client? How am I going to go about this? You know, putting your business together and really getting that clarity, that is something you could really set with for a minute. Am I helping them because I see this incredible, high vibrational possibility of this person? Or do I feel bad and I want to help them because I still, feel bad inside yeah. of myself yeah there's layers to that
1: because it's that it's am I helping them because I'm really I really just want to get paid for it you know yeah And there's nothing wrong with getting paid for what you do but you want to enjoy the experiences that come with that you don't want to have to work with fearful people you want to work with people who are excited to grow with you and that kind of thing and eager to learn that's a whole different energy than the motherfucker who was like, "Go, oh, man, help me, please. Oh, my God. You know? And if you can't manage your emotions, a lot of leaders can't, from what I'm seeing, they'll they'll suck you up. Well, they'll get you sucked into their world, into their bullshit energy. And it's your own fault because you wouldn't, you don't have the boundaries to be like, I'm not fucking with this person. You know? It's, it's really powerful to be like, you know what? I don't think I, we should work together. It's even more powerful when they, that person has already paid you. And you've got to give the money back. And like, you
0: know what? I'm not doing this. But
1: it really says a lot about how you care for yourself.
0: Yeah. So I have always loved your energy and your passion. How did you get, what is your story? How did you get to this place of this mindset, this alignment, this enlightenment? What's your story?
1: I, well, recently, the biggest thing that I've been grateful for was my upbringing. You know, because I spent a lot of time at home And I've even done a podcast episode with my dad and it started with him and his confidence. And I call it ego confidence because he's not he wasn't a really spiritual person, but he was a dominant athlete and a high level competitor. So through his sports accomplishments, he gained more confidence in himself. And he's even got a story about when he pretty much walked over to my mom when she's on this date with her and her friend, like a double date, he goes over and starts talking to her and look, they married 40 years later. and So he's really a a powerfully, ego powerful person, I'll say. There were better words to say, but I'll say that for right now. But my spiritual confidence was built on his individuality and his confidence in himself. Because that enabled me to go in a different direction than what people usually go you know, the direction people usually go in. You know, mm-hmm. if, I hadn't, if I had lived an average life a regular life, go to school, go to work, I wouldn't have the time to go out and have these adventures to meet the monks and the shamans and that kind of shit, you know? So I've had a really out of the box educational experience when it comes to life. And part of that experience, like I said, was meeting the monk, this monk at this, this uh, <clears throat> business retreat and that this has come from this months of focusing on myself and self-improvement. And I can look back now and say, that really, it really wasn't a long time between when I really started self-improvement and when things really started getting wild. You know, just six, seven months, maybe nine months. But I met this monk at this retreat and I asked him, like, what can I take from this whole experience? And he was like, happiness. So from that point on, I just made it a thing to really just kind of consciously teach people to, be, to feel good, to be happy. You know, and I was already doing it through my comedic fitness videos and shit like that. And it took, it still took me a few years before I became the motherfucking mom. And as I started to become that, I started to understand that. I saw that happiness was more than just being happy. Happiness was alignment. You know, I started getting more into spirituality. And when you're happy, when you are that positive energy, you're embodying that infinite spirit while you're in your body. So that's why happiness is so important. Then you're in the flow of everything. You know, you're with the Tao. Nature is moving with you, you're moving with nature. Instead of trying to go this way and go that way and fight what's happening, you relax and know that everything is coming to fruition as it should. You know, and that's where your joy is at. You relax and you're happy, everything's moving. You're not stressing over things that, you're not stressing over external shit. And even your body counts as external shit because it's physical. You are energy. Then you learn that everything in, in existence is susceptible to that energy, so it makes even more sense to manage your emotions and maintain that happiness. So it became kind of understanding emotions and connecting that to the spiritual journey, so that's pretty much what it is now.
0: So you said your dad was ego confident, and it came from a lot of success as an athlete, Mm-hmm. I, my boyfriend, it sounds like him like to a T, um, w- how did you become spiritual from an ego confident father?
1: Him moving the way he moved in the world gave me confidence to be myself. Even I've even said to, uh, to him, like, I'm not doing that. Just kind of denied what him and my mom are telling me and have been for years. And I was, was a child from seeing him be so strong in what he does. And spirit, a lot of times spirit is gonna have you do things that are not going with the flow of the masses. You have to be strong enough and confident in yourself and even more so have faith in spirit when you're moving away from whatever else is doing. Because you don't know what's happening over here. People are all messed up going down a path because they know where it leads. Once you get out of the societal norms and shit, out of the box, you don't know what it is. You don't have routines like that. You're not trapped in a fucking rat race. You don't have to be here at, this, here at this certain time or this place and that, that, that. Now there's pros and cons of that. One is you don't have the money unless you set something up, you know, which is when it comes to, to entrepreneurship. But even that, following that path takes confidence. It takes strength of mind. And that's, that's pretty much where my self-improvement journey began. Like trying to market myself and not having money all the time, trying to build something It's it's stressful. So I immediately was like, I wasn't going to just cry about the shit. I made myself stronger. And I got that from my dad. You move forward. You keep on going. The fuck? You don't fucking lay down and you don't follow nobody either. Mm -hmm. You lead, follow, get the fuck out the way. So I was always (laughs) about leading my own fucking way, going my own way, you know? So him, he was, like I said, he wasn't really spiritual, but the way he was raised and the person he was, it showed me what it is to be an individual,
0: you Mm -hmm. know? So, yeah. yeah. And you're, since we're talking about ego, you, prior to this call, you had shared with me some, some insight to ego. You want to share that with us now? A lot of people think of ego and they think of negative. So ego confident, we think of that, that egotistical man who's a little bit, you know, narcissistic yeah. or, you that's, know. That's anybody
1: himself. though. Look, you can look at your favorite celebrities. This, let's use Beyonce. That's ego confidence, you know, Mm -hmm. but beyond that, I don't know if she's spiritual or not, but a lot of people have the ego confidence, but they don't have the spiritual confidence. They have a a faith in themselves, you know, but they don't have a faith in that higher power, even though it's always there, you know, but it leads to that because eventually you say like, damn, I'm really, really, I'm not sure. People just have this experience where they start to realize there's more to this than me if you're going in that direction, a lot of people don't because they're on that same old path. But if you do if you take off that path, you start to learn like, there's something else to this, you know? But before that, if you can just be like, you know what? I know I can do this shit. If I'm stepping out the door, I know who I am. It's going to work the same way because your beliefs affect your life. If I believe I'm the shit and I'm really confident in that, it's not some fucking insecure shit, then my life is going to show me that. hmm Um, as far as the ego it's a tool And, and if you want to personify it more think of it as a child who needs to be raised you know your ego has to evolve to the level of spirit and of course when you die your ego is like pretty much gone and you are scared but you can embody that now just by choosing the right thoughts in the moment a lot of people they are justified in trying to be mean or angry or frustrated or upset. And they usually are. You have every right to be upset about something, but it's not helping you. It's not the higher perspective. It never is because when somebody's moved from the higher perspective, they understand things go, things change, things are happening and things are always moving, things are always changing. There's no permanence in what is so it can always get better unless you get stuck on it being worse then it's probably going to get worse. But it's always trying to get better. That's why people's lives are so up and down. That's why you're never just constantly going down. And if you are, you're just looking at what's happening that sucks in your fucking life. Because there's always some good happening. You know, that's why people are up and down. And the more you- Well, and the
0: addiction, the addiction to the up and down, people get addicted to those those highs and
1: lows. They think that's how it's supposed to be. Wouldn't you think, you want the highs. You really want the highs because that's where your energy is calling you. It's calling you up. You get in the way when you don't manage your emotions, when you let somebody else manage your emotions, you know. but the energy is always calling you up. In any situation, you can look for the highest perspective. Let's say you're going up, you're feeling good, you're feeling blah, blah, blah. you're feeling having a good day. You hit a spot, some frustration right here. Right then and there, you can either let that frustration get to you, or you can remember that you are spirit, beyond all ego, and you can say, you know what? I know who the fuck I am. I'm gonna get through this, whatever it is. Spirit got all the answers for me. Then you keep going up. So you can go up, up, up spot, and then keep going up. Most people go up, down, up, down. Oh, shit, I'm way down here They get a little bit. I hit rock bottom, boom. They have a dark night of the soul every five seconds, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, after the first few, I started understanding like, okay, I'm getting this now. I don't need to have these massive emotional tragedies for me to learn and come back, so it kind of shortened the, the the rebound time. But most people don't do that because they just let themselves be soft. They let themselves be weak to other people's energy. But you don't have to. Most mm-hmm. people do because vic- being a victim grants attention. It gives you sympathy and shit. You know, and really, just it takes effort. You have to work at this shit. You have to work to change your mind and work. A lot of people don't like to do that shit.
0: <laughs> so changing your perspective, changing your mind, what would you say to somebody just starting out or even actually thinking about that deeper, somebody who is at a higher level and yet they still have some of these struggles?
1: Okay. Though, you- if you're at a higher level, you have to start identifying with the formless rather than the formed. You're still seeing yourself as your ego instead of seeing yourself as spirit. Cause you'd be spirit first and you think of this as secondary that changes everything. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. And I could say it all day, every day, but you have to practice it over and over and over again. You have to train yourself to go there because as long as people have been alive, they haven't been training themselves to look for the highest perspective. They're training themselves to look for problems, try to figure out problems. They've been telling themselves to blame other people for how they feel and shit, instead of taking, taking uh, accountability for their own emotions. So it takes time. This is definitely a reprogramming. You're washing your own brain now.
0: I read a book a long, quite a while ago that was really. It gave me a whole different perspective of my body and my weight, weight weight gain, weight loss. All of that has been eating disorders has been like a massive, lifelong battle, and I read this book on that the the need to overeat or that unconscious overeating is ego. And it kind of blew my mind, like, wow. And, and it's always stuck with me and rang as so much truth. What it's do you just think like about smoke,
1: that? It's like smoking a cigarette or smoking some weed or having sex. It's a material thing that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's looking outside of yourself to find something to make you feel better instead of going within and knowing who you are, which is spirit.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You're trying to appease the ego to make it feel better for a second instead of changing your thinking and getting closer to spirit. So you're like, you know what? I don't need this to feel good. I just have to change my